Is your business your mission and your mission your business? If yes, you've found your tribe. Whether you consider yourself a change maker or faith-driven impact or social entrepreneur, you are avant-garde, going your own way, making your own path, doing it like no one has done before. You're a forward-thinking force for goodness in our world. And the answers to the challenges you're facing aren't in a book. My friend, you are not alone. This is the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Trisha Bailey, a mission-minded serial entrepreneur and traveler. I'm here to use my authenticity and passion to equip and empower you to live in your highest calling, feeling freedom, fulfillment, and security while you inspire others to do the same. Join me for a special blend of strategy, science, and spirituality for taking avant-garde inspired action in your business so that you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. I believe it doesn't have to be hard to be right. Welcome to Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I am so glad you're here today with me, my friend. Today, we are talking about the basics of creating a sustainable social enterprise. Even if you never plan to sell your social enterprise or stop being a social entrepreneur, by acting as if, you will set yourself up for having the social enterprise of your dreams, impacting thousands, generating a profit, and leaving you with something left of yourself at the end of the day. Isn't that what we really all want anyway? It seems like it shouldn't be hard, but it kind of is, especially the leaving or having something left of yourself at the end of the day. My mission is to keep you out there doing the thing, being the best, most joyful version of yourself possible. So I'm going to reveal some inside secrets to sustainability that I have never shared on the podcast. I'm feeling like it's time. So consider this a mini course for the day. In this episode, we're going to cover the following. What do I mean by the term sustainable? What are the elements of a sustainable social enterprise? How do you incorporate the elements? And how do you navigate the transition toward sustainability? First, what do I mean when I use the term sustainable? This is probably one word that everyone understands somewhat, regardless of their native language. After all, it's why we're all here to create sustainable economic development, achieve the UN Sustainable Development Goals, and effectively end poverty by the year 2030. But I'm going to review it anyway. The Oxford Dictionary defines the term sustainable as able to be maintained at a certain rate or level, or able to be upheld or defended. And how much do you feel like you're defending your cause and your purpose? How much do you feel like you're upholding people, whether that's your team, your family, your beneficiaries, or maybe even some of your friends? So let's circle back to A, able to be maintained at a certain rate or level. To me, in social enterprise leadership, sustainability means making a difference for others, being profitable so that you can expand, keeping your sanity while without working even harder, 
giving even more and saying yes to everyone and every opportunity. In the context of social enterprise and the business part of social enterprise, sustainability means that your enterprise is financially stable or financially viable today so that you can keep it going as it is. And you have at least a framework or plan to scale so that you can magnify your impact. And also that you have a plan in place so that it can go on without you. Each of these, even the part about having a framework or plan to scale is necessary to maintain your social enterprise. Why? Because the needs of the people or the number of people you serve, or probably both, will only increase. So what you're doing now will not enable you to maintain meeting their needs. Even if you just keep one office or people group and don't go outside of that, you'll still want to plan to scale because the needs of your beneficiaries will change and you want to evolve with them. For example, some of you may serve young mothers. Those children are going to grow up. The girls are going to grow up. And we all know what happens in the early teens. Yep, the period begins. And there are the boys. So you may not have interventions for menstrual hygiene or pregnancy prevention now, but you're going to need to have it one day. So you see, scaling is really inevitable when it comes to serving humans. So sustainability is all about maintaining your social enterprise and yourself. The key is doing it with all the upholding and defending of your cause and your people and going at least one step ahead of them so that your smiling face is there to see them or for them to see you when they arrive at that point that you anticipate that they'll be at someday. Yes, that's a lot. The thing is, though, you're already doing and being it. And you should be very proud of the sustainable future that you're creating for others and our planet. And you should also know that there are a lot of fantastic people out there who are cheering you on and are here to support you on your journey. So now that you know what I mean by the term sustainable, let's discuss what are the elements of a sustainable social enterprise. I have studied and worked with hundreds of social enterprises all around the world, all different social missions, ideologies, and business models. Every single one is different. There is no one right way, but there is a common theme among those that make it. And there's a dramatic shift in the upward trajectory of those who are missing certain elements and gradually begin adding them in. Here are some of the elements of a sustainable social enterprise and social enterprise leader. Number one, they have a relationship with their higher power. Number two, they know what they need personally to be their best selves. Number three, they allow and enable people to help them. Number four, they know who they serve and why they serve them. And number five, they know their core genius. They know that zone of joy where they are the most fulfilled and they let go of the rest. I've broken the elements of sustainable social enterprise down into a simple framework of five. Spirit, 
self, team, social mission, and business enterprise. These are the pillars of the five diamond framework that we build, refine, and align together in Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Academy. Now that you know the elements, here's a strategy for incorporating sustainability into your social enterprise. Now, there's a lot to each of these, but you can take a simple step in each of the five diamonds to really begin aligning your, your social enterprise towards sustainability, towards sustainability right now for free. For your spirit, cultivate a relationship with your higher power. How do you do this? Quiet time, even if it's just 10 minutes a day. Why quiet time? The answers come from within, not from the outside. And quiet time can take you from a place of being frazzled to a place of clarity. For me, quiet time is best. It's in the morning when I first wake up before I look at my phone. I will tell John good morning, give him a hug, brush my teeth, get my coffee, and take my journal to a quiet place. For yourself, know what you need personally to be your best self. How do you do this? Ask yourself, what is it that I need for myself as a person, not as a boss, a leader, or a parent? What is the one thing I need for me? The reason why you ask this, it's the whole oxygen mask thing. If you've ever flown on a plane or seen a show about flying, at least during the takeoff, they always tell you that there's an issue, if there's an issue with the plane and the oxygen mask drop, to put your own oxygen mask on before helping others. The reason why is that you can't help anyone if you're passed out or you're dead. So the better you care for yourself, the fuller your cup will be, and the more and the better you'll be able to give to others. For me, it's alone time. I need it so much that I go up and down 11 flights of stairs three or four times a day so I don't have to talk to people in the building or the elevator, <laughs> even, even when we travel. John, my husband, knows I need it. He loves people, so he gives me time in our room or to go for a walk and he goes out or and works or talks to people and socializes with people. So for you, it might be that you're like John and you need to be around people, or maybe there's this one friend that really helps you feel grounded or is really fun to be around and you really like hanging out with him or her once a week. It's different for everyone. The key is knowing that one thing that you need for yourself and honoring yourself by doing it or having it, depending on what it is. A leader knowing what he or she needs and honoring him or herself, making the time for it leads to a sustainable social enterprise because the leader is sustained. For your team, and this includes you being a team of one, allow and enable people to help you. How do you do this? Ask yourself. Who can help me? And the reason why, you cannot do it all yourself. There are people in your life who are called to help you. And by asking yourself who can help you, whether that's a friend, an aunt, a team member, or one of your beneficiaries, trust me, they will be so honored that you trust them enough to ask them that they, and they will not want to let you down. 
And for me, my gosh, you see how I, how I rely on my team. I talked a lot about that in the episode 48, the first one of the year. And I will tell you, it's not easy at first, especially if you've been let down before. And it's easy to get into the default mode of, oh, it's just easier for me to do it myself than to explain it to someone else. This is true. This can be true if the person is untested. Let's say it's a new hire and it's someone that you're not really sure of their work ethic or their skills. But if you have someone who's been on your team or in your life for a while, let them help you. Let them help you. Even if you start with a small task until you're comfortable, a small task off your heart creates big energy in your brain. And it's also not easy if you say, well, I should be able to do this all myself. First, that should is a sign that your ego is talking, not your spirit. Second, if you do the same things today and you can't expect something different tomorrow. So for me, I depend on John, Kayla, and B on a daily basis. John takes care of our home. Kayla takes care of all the business side and figures out how to make things work. B does all the stuff that you see on social and online and creates presentation artwork. And you're probably thinking, well, gosh, what do you do? <laughs> well, I create stuff and I meet super cool people. That's kind of my, that's my core genius or my, my zone of joy. When I was in my 20s, it was my mom. She was my one person. I was super independent and still in this phase where I thought I could do everything myself or I should be able to figure everything out by myself. But when I needed to talk to her or really needed her, she was there. Every entrepreneur I know who has a sustainable social enterprise has at least one person they can count on. Even Kayla, who is my right hand and is also a social entrepreneur. She has a team and her go-to people as well. She has a right hand. So does B. I cannot stress enough that you cannot do this alone, not for long. So ask yourself who can help you, then be brave enough to ask them for their help. And I can say with near certainty that they'll say yes, and they'll probably do it even better than you. It happens to me all the time. For your social mission, know who you serve and why you serve them. How do you do this? Here's a simple formula of questions to answer that we work through in Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Academy. Number one, who do you serve? Number two, why do you serve them? And number three, what do you love most about them? Why is this a valuable exercise to do? People don't buy what you sell, especially in social enterprise. They buy why you sell it. Knowing why you serve the people that you serve not only makes sharing your story easier, but it's also what will keep you going on the tough days. For me, you are my mission. This is what I tell people. We help social entrepreneurs and change makers in sensitive areas of the world up-level their impact business through education, advocacy, and connection using practical tools and easily accessible resources so that they can overcome business burnout 
and continue to change the world. No perfection, business degree, or grind, except for maybe coffee or tea, required. Why do I serve you? This is what I tell people. We serve social entrepreneurs and change makers because we believe they are the greatest generation our planet has ever known. They don't just give others a hand, they give them a hand up. And they don't just give someone a fish, they teach that person how to fish so that they are empowered to care for themselves and for their families with dignity and joy. What greater gift can one person give to another than opportunity and humanity? That's the character that social entrepreneurs and changemakers operate with, and that's why we serve them. And what do I love most about you? This changes because there are so many things <laughs> that I love so much about you. It usually changes depending on who I've talked to most recently, usually the hour before I've talked to, to another non-social entrepreneur. But I would say if there's one way I'd describe or say what I love most about you, it's that we love social entrepreneurs and change makers because they have the toughest profession on the planet. They love and care so deeply that they risk their own selves and their own sanity for the sake of others. And that that selflessness is something that is so deeply needed and so deeply respected in our world. And we love serving them because we know that the more we serve them, the more they can serve others. I think that's kind of something that I've said the most recently. So I encourage you to answer these questions for yourselves. And what's amazing about this is that once you can are really clear on who you serve, why you serve them, and what you love about them, it really makes so many things so much easier for marketing, sharing your story, all kinds of stuff. I'm not going to get into all that, but just kind of a, a little tip there. For your business enterprise, know your core genius and let go of the rest. Ask yourself, what am I super good at? I'm going to use some really technical terms. What am I super good at? What am I better at than anyone else? What do I love doing? The reason why you want to ask this question is that you have unique gifts that no one else on the planet has. You were put here for such a time as this. You were called to this time and this mission. And it may take a little bit to kind of peel away the layers of you seeing what you really love and what you're, what you're most good at. And it may also help for you to ask other people what they see. But once you do, you will be so focused on these things that you really won't care about competition and you won't get comparitis, comparing yourselves to other people because you know yourself and you know your lane. And it will become so clear what you can stop doing, what you can let go of, and especially the things that are potential pitfalls that you can let go of so that you can avoid anything that's not necessary. In episode 48, I talked a lot about my experience of discovering my core genius, and I'll link to that in the show notes if you want the full process that I use. The short version is that when I did this exercise for the first time, I was doing 93 tasks on a regular basis or 93 major headings of tasks on a regular basis. Once I got really honest with myself, only nine of them were things that I was uniquely qualified for. 
So over time, I let go of the other 84 tasks. Okay, that was a lot. Here's a summary of the strategy for incorporating the elements of a sustainable social enterprise. For your spirit, cultivate a relationship with your higher power. For yourself, know what you need personally to be your best self. Number three, for your team, even if you're a team of one, allow and enable people to help you. For your social mission, know who you serve and why you serve them. And for your business enterprise, know your core genius and let go of the rest. We get into all this and a lot more in Avant Garde Entrepreneur Academy, but even if you only choose one to act on, you will be taking a huge step towards sustainability in your personal life and your business. Want to know how you can use your natural skills, personality, and talent to create the social enterprise of your dreams? Find out how to design a life-giving, sustainable, scalable impact business based on your social entrepreneur style with my What's Your Social Entrepreneur Style quiz. Whether you're dreaming of starting an impact business, already have a social enterprise and it's not as much fun as it used to be, or you have loads of experience and you want to make it better, I created a free 10-question quiz to help you gain more clarity about yourself and how to build or refine your social enterprise, not only to fit your style, but to find others who complement your style. Not only that, but with this newfound knowledge, you'll feel empowered to enhance your process instead of just focus on the results, which, let's face it, can take a while. To discover your social entrepreneur style, go to trishabaileyphd.com and take two minutes to answer 10 really fun questions about yourself and your business. You'll immediately find out whether you're a passionate go-getter, meticulous analyst, supportive mediator, or enthusiastic influencer. Then I'll send goodies and guidance to your inbox specifically curated for your unique style. You'll also get this super fun, this is me graphic that you can share on social that shows your style and your strengths. Talk about free, easy, and non-sleazy self promo. Again, that's trishabaileyphd.com to find out your social entrepreneur style with my fun, fast, and free quiz. So now that you have a strategy for incorporating sustainability into your social enterprise, how do you handle the transition towards sustainability. I can tell you it does not happen overnight. In the academy, we cover a lot of ground in six weeks, but it is very focused and very concentrated. And by the time students get to the academy, they're just sick of feeling on the edge of burnout. So they are highly motivated to take these steps and other steps to create a sustainable social enterprise. But it doesn't happen overnight, especially if you're doing it on your own. So here are my four tips for navigating the transition towards sustainability. Number one, I'm going to share the best piece of advice I've received in a long time. And it is this, go slower and smaller than you think. This advice came from Jeff Schaefer the first time I met him, long before he was our episode 43 guest who talked about the metrics for investment readiness. He told me, go slower and smaller than you think. 
and I will share the same and give you the same advice. Go slower and smaller than you think. The problems you're tackling are called wicked problems for a reason. They are too big and too complicated for one person to solve alone. And it's not that you shouldn't have big dreams or ambitions. I, I know I do. It's, it's more about going easy on yourself. Driving, pushing, controlling, trying to predict outcomes. It's not sustainable in any career, but certainly not in social and missional businesses where pretty much all of it, let's face it, all of it is out of your control. Going slower and smaller than I think I should go has been a major mindset shift for me, and I'm, I'm still settling into it. What I know is that going slower and smaller invites flow and ease and peace into my life and business. And that, that flow and ease and peace, that inspires creativity, new ideas, and new courage for the next stage of my destiny. And it happens bigger and faster than I ever imagined without me efforting my way through it. So I know that this works for me, and I feel certain that it will work for you. Go slower and smaller than you think. Number two, know that there are shoulder seasons. For those of you in sustainable tourism or who love to travel, you know all about shoulder seasons. Those are the months when it's cheapest to travel. And these are the months when it's not quite winter or the dry season, but it's not quite fall or the rainy season. Alternatively, it's not quite spring and not quite summer. And if you've never heard of this before, the months of November and April are good examples of shoulder seasons or shoulder months. So depending on your hemisphere, what hemisphere you live in, November is either a transition from fall to winter or from spring to summer. And April is either the transition month from spring to summer or fall to winter. What this means in life and business is that uh, season is that season when you've got one leg in one door and one leg in the other. You're in two different roles at the same time. And eventually you begin to feel like you're not doing either one well. And typically it's when, it's not until we get to this pain point when we feel like we're not handling anything well, when there are a lot of overlapping tasks for both roles, trying to, to grow from one role into the next role. You've got overlapping tasks. And that things seem just a little bit out of control. It's not until we get to this point where we fully shift into the new season. For example, let's say you've really been focused on building your team, your beneficiaries. So you've got a few paying customers, enough to keep you going, but your focus has really been on getting your staff trained, educated, and somewhat emotionally healed from the trauma that they have come to you and have escaped from. And you know that it's time to shift your focus now to customer or client acquisition. Well, customer or client acquisition is a different type of energy than training and teaching and helping your beneficiaries heal. And you may feel like as soon as you take your eyes off of your staff, they start slipping back. And because they are who you've been focused on. You're hyper aware of their patterns and behaviors. The mindset of sales 
even if it's consultative, is really different. It takes time to build up momentum for customer and client acquisition. And you may go through a season, a shoulder season, where no customers are coming in and it feels like your staff is slipping. Whether this is real or perceived, this is normal to feel and sense this happening. But you stay on course, you honor the calling of your heart, and you will move into that fresh new season before you know it. Kind of goes back to that saying, it's always darkest before the dawn, literally and figuratively. So just know that those shoulder seasons are part of the transition and part of the process of developing a sustainable social enterprise. Tip number three, recognize that what got you here will not get you there. The version of you that you are today with your skills, beliefs, and perceptions, that will bring you more of what you already have. And if you want more of what you already have, that's great. (laughs) But if you want something different, you will need to become different developing new skills, up-leveling your perspectives, and possibly even changing your beliefs. And this requires awareness and honesty with yourself. For example, thinking you don't need quiet time or constantly putting your own needs on the back burner because you feel like it's selfish to think of yourself. Those are examples of things that you'll want to change if you're going to create a sustainable social enterprise. You may need to let go of things, including habits and behaviors that no longer serve you or the people that are toxic and really prefer you to just stay where you are. You may also need to literally clear out old files, whether that's in your desk drawer or on your computer to make physical, digital, and emotional space for what's new to come. Tip number four. Not getting what you want, your spirit may be saving you from yourself. Often, your spirit is protecting you from having that thing you want, that thing you think you want, but is not good for you. I cannot tell you how many times I wanted a client or to win a bid and didn't. And I beat myself up, thought I did something wrong, and then months or years later, I found out the person or business went bankrupt. They were litigious, meaning they liked to sue people, or they had a personality that just didn't align with mine. And my response was, and is, always the same, thank you, God, for saving me from myself. Also, if you try something new and it appears that it doesn't work, sometimes this venture that you've tried is a bridge to your future. So for example, when I first tried delegating a chunk of tasks, that was not my core genius. There are like 20 of them in this one chunk. The person had some, I found someone I thought she was going to be the person I was going to delegate them to. She had some things come up in her life and she wasn't able to come on board. And it was actually a blessing because I could see clearly that she was a bridge. The future was that I needed to spin off that part of the business and not be personally responsible for all of those tasks at all, whether I was doing them or whether I was responsible because I was delegating them. Okay, I could go on for days with tips on the transition toward creating a sustainable social enterprise, but I will stop here. 
In this episode, I revealed some of my secrets to sustainability that I have never shared publicly before. So here is a gigantic recap. Now, feel free, if you feel like you've got everything and you've absorbed it all, feel free to just stop listening right now. But if you want a summary of everything, I'm going to give it to you now. So on a personal level, I define sustainable as making a difference for others, being profitable so you can expand, and keeping your sanity without working even harder, giving even more, and saying yes to everyone and every opportunity. On a business level, I define sustainable as your business is financially viable today so that it can keep going as is, and you have at least a framework or plan to scale so that you can magnify your impact, and you have a continuity plan in place so that your social enterprise can go on without you. What are the elements of a sustainable social enterprise? It's the five diamond framework. My spirit, myself, team, social mission, and business enterprise. What is the strategy for incorporating the elements? For your spirit, cultivate a relationship with your higher power. For yourself, know what you need personally to be your best self. For your team, allow and enable people to help you. For your social mission, know who you serve and why you serve them. And for your business enterprise, know your core genius, know your zone of joy, and delegate the rest. And finally, my tips for navigating the transition towards sustainability. Number one, the advice from Jeff Schaefer, go slower and smaller than you think. Number two, know that there are shoulder seasons. Number three, recognize that what got you here will not get you there. Number four, Not getting what you want, your spirit may be saving you from yourself. All right, my friends, you will definitely want to bookmark this episode on your browser or start on your podcast player. This is time-tested framework. Strategy and tips are never going out of style. And please send me a message on LinkedIn to let me know which step you've taken toward creating your sustainable social enterprise and how it worked out for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I hope you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. If you enjoyed what you heard, share it with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. Questions, comments, or feedback? Connect with me directly at trishabaileyphd.com or on social at trishabaileyphd. Now, you go and get back to changing the world. I'll see you again soon.